Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Okay, so we found bird flu. I know, I know. There's there's such a thing as bird flu, not just COVID anymore. They found bird flu in Kentucky and Virginia. So, I mean, that's where you're at, right? So, we have the worst drought ever in the western U.S. I mean, Lake Mead and Lake Powell are almost dust bowls. They're so low right now. I mean, are they're down to a third of their capacity? <laughs> I mean, they, the pictures you see, that place it is almost a dust bowl. And, you know, so nobody cares. Eh, eh you mean people are just going to, you know, not have water and die? Eh, so nobody cares. Yeah, what about Bob Saget? What about Alec Baldwin? That's what we care about here on Chewing the Fat. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I just broke the gunshot rule. I can't say his full name. If I say his full name, as an example, Alec Baldwin. You hear that? Those are the rules. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Okay, so I'm almost at the point of I'm done talking about Bob Saget. All right, I'm tired of hearing about Bob Saget. He's dead. All right, he died. He's not part of who died today. Today, but he could be. But it's a fascinating story. Now we talked about how you know it shows that he had multiple skull fractures and the eye socket, and said it appeared as though he was you know somebody beat the crap out of him. And then they hosed him down and put some clothes on him and laid him in bed so it looked like he died comfortably in his Orlando hotel room. Except, uh, and now to add a little extra, a little spice to the cooking, the family now wants to prevent the release of photos connected to the investigation. Why? I mean, I'm sure it's just for privacy purposes. Couldn't have anything to do with, I don't know, you were the ones that had him killed. That's just me. I don't know that. I'm just throwing it out. Just throwing it out there. You know, like somebody did to Bob. Just throw him out there. Take care of it, okay? The family hopes to prevent the release of photographs and video recordings obtained by law enforcement. Oh, okay. Yeah, gosh darn it. We just don't want people. Sure, he had blunt head trauma. <laughs> sure. Uh, but we just, we can't do it. I've got three daughters from a prior marriage. and <sighs> We just can't. It's irreparable harm in the form of extreme mental pain, anguish, and emotional distress is going to come if this gets released. Um, we just want to see the pictures of they took it'd be great yeah no um he was accidentally according to the family accidentally hit the back of his head on something yeah multiple times i hate that when i hit my head on the back of something and go oh that hurt let me do it again oh like uh, when i when i fell the last week 
I mean, I could have. <laughs> when I fell last week, um, I could have done it multiple times. I could have gotten up. I could have been pulled to Bob Saget. And, and I could have got up and just slipped and hit myself in the head again. That's right. If you hit yourself in the head multiple times, it's now known as pulling a Saget. So I can understand that. So anyway, the family is now asking and, uh, you know, with their attorneys and through their spokespeople, yeah, don't uh, release any more records or any of those photos or anything. Uh, that kind of, that should have been done. All right. I think they thought they were going to get away with it. Oh, it was an accident. He's dead. Have a nice day. But then when those when the autopsy report got released, then they had to start. Now you got to start covering some tracks. You should have already been on top of it. And just like <laughs> this is why the murder expert attorney, Ben Matlock, has always said murder is a messy business. You know, maybe that's it. Maybe that it's, uh, you know, Bob was into, uh, you know, some kind of fun play that got him hurt to the point of resting comfortably in his, in his, uh, in his bed in the Orlando hotel room. So, you know, maybe that's it. Maybe they just don't want people to know. Wow, he's all bruised up too. Yeah, I like getting hit like that. You know, I mean, we're gonna see all this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just I want to know. I'm okay with that. I'd rather. You know what? I I just come out and say it instead of looking like your murderers. Instead of looking like that, just come out and say it. Yeah, Dad like to, you know, have the girl from Yugoslavia come in and beat him with a bat. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm in Orlando. Come by with that. You know the piece of wood I like. I mean, it's possible. Just tell us. All right. No, just tell us. It really doesn't. You know, it's funny, but it's not. And now when they're asking for us not to see the stuff. No, no, honey. We get to see him. We get to see them. This is America, damn it. If somebody dies, we get to see those pictures. <laughs> right? Hey. Right. Right. That's it. And as long as we're on murder, and murder being a messy business, Alec Baldwin being sued again. Sued again from Helena Hutchins' family. I know. I thought they were all buddy-buddy. Oh, it's just insurance purposes. Somebody's going to pay. So lawyers for Helena Hutchins filed a wrongful death suit against actor Alec. Oh, so that's what happened to Alec. Is that right there? A premature... What do you call it when a gun goes off prematurely? What do you call it? You got shot with a bullet. Um... I thought you called it an Alec Baldwin. There you go. That's the, oh, no, he pulled an Alec. So the reason that you're hearing the gun cocking is those are the rules of the show. All right, ever since the Rust shooting with the actor shooting Helena Hutchins, it's a terrible thing. But, you know, if I say it's full name, then you hear the gunshot. I teased that already. But when I say Alec, you know, it's almost there. 
<laughs> so anyway, they're filing a wrongful death suit against Alec. Now that's like the fourth lawsuit against this guy. I mean, he's not even co- really. Uh, let's back up a little bit. All right, I know. You know, nobody likes Alec. I get it. All right, I don't necessarily like him. I appreciate his douchebaggery, and he is, you know, he is an elitist douche from the inside out. There's no question, and we've talked about it. I've got to go find that audio uh, when he was uh, interviewing Robert De Niro on his great talk show that he did. I think they had like two or three episodes, and he got the got the axe. But um, he was interviewing Robert De Niro, and the story he told to Robert about being in Paris, and it was just, I mean, racist, elitist prick. I just want both of them. De Niro, too. Both of them. I just, oh. I got to go back and find. I've got that audio somewhere because it is just, oh, makes me angry. And now, it shows what kind it, does, it shows what kind of douche he is, what kind of elitist prick he is. Now, that being said, the guy has not been charged with anything. The investigation is still ongoing. We don't know. We know what happened. We don't necessarily know, you know, if it, there hasn't been a trial. You're just assuming since Alec is such a elitist douchebag that he just had some you know ulterior motive behind it he meant to kill helena okay they released they've got a video that the attorneys released a recreation of the whole thing it's amazing they've got actors playing alec and it's i mean it's it's amazing <laughs> it's uh and they've got uh, like uh cgi of the different players and it shows the shooting incredible incredible and if I, I i i'd like to play you the whole 10 minute video just so we could go through it and i may do that actually i should do that on youtube live and just run the video and do commentary over it so it's incredible so anyway so now we have uh alec has all right I keep forgetting about that stupid thing it's funny but it bugs me i don't know why I just want to say Alec Baldwin without the gunshot. Do it at home then. Don't do it here. All right. Fine. All right. So this is the fourth or fifth lawsuit against douchebag. So according to the 29-page complaint from Hutchins' family, it also names David Halls, the assistant director, who handed the gun to Alec. Armor Hannah Gutierrez Reed and other producers as defendants. According to the document, Alec Baldwin and the producers knew Gutierrez Reed was inexperienced, unqualified for the armorer job, and that she was not even inside the church when the crew was lining up their shot, which is an industry standards requirement. Okay, so it's in. Okay. Well, they usually stand there. All right. Members of the crew and production also were aware, according to this document, 
of previous safety issues that occurred on the super unsafe. That's attorney speak, man. Uh, you can't be a lawyer unless you know how to write super unsafe set, including three accidental gun discharges, according to the suit. So the family has not set a total amount of what they want or what they're asking for. They just want to get to the truth. And uh, we have lighting technician uh, Serge Svetnoy, the film's script supervisor, Mamie Mitchell, and Gutierrez Reed previously filed their own lawsuit. So this is the fourth uh, lawsuit against Alec. So he's having a good year. He's having a good year. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. He's only going to be able... We just saw the video last week where he flew to London to have lunch with his friends. Such an elitist. Such an, I mean, who doesn't fly to London to have lunch with their friends? Huh? You know, if you can do it, you can do it. Whatever. You could quote me on that. If you can do it, you can do it. Even if you're Alec Baldwin. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Huh? In fact, this actually is the end of this particular beverage. Mm. You know, when you're done with this particular beverage, they don't make the cans like they used to, by the way. Can't get that good. But you have to put a little crimp in them. You know, you got to remember that that's, that's empty. That's done with. Don't drink out of that. And that started when I, you know, back when I used to use them as ashtrays. Because <laughs> if you use them for ashtrays and you don't put a little cringe in them, your kids will come up and drink out of them. And you may even drink out of them from time to time. And the beverage isn't as refreshing with cigarette ashes and or a cigarette butt in them. Just a helpful hint from me. That's all. That's what I'm here for. That's, that's what I'm here for. So I did uh, tune the fat segment on Pat Unleashed this morning. Uh, which is a regular midweek <laughs> Wednesday chewing the fad segment. And uh, I did the uh, mayor of New York story. Now, I didn't actually do the mayor. I did the story on the mayor, about the mayor. I'll be careful. Anyway, he is all for banning this drill rap, right? He wants to ban, ban, ban. We need to stop. Ban, ban, ban. He's talking with the legislators and he's meeting with Al Sharpton and he's meeting with the NAACP and he wants to get rid of this particular kind of rap, drill rap. And he's going to meet with the rappers and they're going to they're gonna get rid of it. I want the drill rappers to tell him to go take a hike and stick it up his drill. I can't take the banning. I can't take it. I don't care. I don't care what they do. I don't care what happens in the videos. You don't like it. Don't watch it. I can't take the banning. And then you think to yourself, well, I mean, people want free speech, right? Do they? Because I see a story on the YouTube CEO, Susan Woj. How do you, W-O-J-C-I-C-K-I. Amorphophallus. She's the CEO of YouTube, Susan. Amorphophallus. She 
uh, acknowledged that the platform's policy of censoring legal content that it deems to be harmful is controversial and urged governments to step in and pass stronger speech laws. How about no? There's Susan Wojcicki. Amorphophallus. How about no? How about you don't worry about it? I mean, we're doomed. You know what? I'm just going to leave it at that. We're doomed. I'm so sick of the word police, I cannot tell you. It is just amazing to have to be concerned about what you say because somebody's feelings might get hurt. This is maddening. Maddening. I can't, I can't, I can't. I'm sick of the word police. I can't take it. I mean, why can't I say Why? Why can't I say that? I know. I know you can't. You can't. And if you're a big Peloton fan like me, I mean, you can't, you can't get me off of my peloton you know if i had one you wouldn't be able to get me off of it uh, i know you're worried they were looking rough times are tough they're laying people off they're uh you know they're looking like they were going to get sold off they're not selling as much they're struggling they had a couple people die on shows you know that uh, because of the peloton in fact the 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 one show all right so um sex in the city he dies after the peloton exercise right okay and and on the show not in real life and then on the showtime show billions the guy they went back because they showed him on the peloton and then they after big died because they had already filmed the scene at billions where he was going to be on the peloton and he was going to be out of breath and uh you know working on the peloton they went back and reshot the scene where he says, uh, you know, I don't want to be like the guy on, t- on the TV show, you know, pretending like he was going to die. So Peloton, you know, taking a couple of, take that with you on the way out, little jabs. Well, their new CEO, Barry McCarthy said, nah, no, uh, we're not, we're not selling. Uh, I'm moving from California to New York to oversee a company that's, uh, that's about to be sold. I'm not moving there. I'm not doing that if it's going to be sold. I guess I'm supposed to believe him. Um, I mean, it's not like we haven't heard people say that before. I am the CEO. They're not going to sell this. I'm I'm not moving from into New York for a company that's going to be sold a month later. Hey, oh, sometimes th- this one thing leads to another, and you know, I got this. I got this. I I know. I know. I didn't want to have to let go of all you employees and fire you all and tell you to kick the curb, but I got to take this two or three million dollar bonus, <laughs> go back to California. Sorry, see you later. Take care. That definitely could happen. But as of right now, don't worry about it. Whew, our pelotons are going to be fine. The reason that we all have our pelotons is so that we don't have to go outside and walk around. And that's exactly, I mean, you talk about who died today. Who died today? A Pennsylvania woman died 
after falling on a, a trail in Pennsylvania. She's out hiking. That's why you need Bell. That should be Peloton's new ad right there. <laughs> Hike in safety on a Peloton. I, or bike in safety. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if can you get a Peloton treadmill anymore because they might, I think they pulled those off the market. One kid. One or two or three. A few kids. A few Ma, ma, ma. I mean, they'll pull. <laughs> I'll never forget. Every time I think of a treadmill, and you think of the, you know, you think of, it's terrible. I know. Don't make. It's not fun. The kid got trapped on the, the treadmill. <laughs> Some would say if your kid is, you know trapped on the treadmill maybe he should have been checked before then some would say that not me i would tell those people to shut up but i'll never forget my daughter i I, on our treadmill yes we actually have a treadmill i didn't say i use it uh and our my daughter we had it in our bedroom at the time of another one of another house that we were living in some other dump we were living in and uh i hear dad and i come around the corner and she is on this treadmill she got both hands on the bars and that thing is moving top notch man and she is running full bore on this thing she's close to i mean at some point you just stop right you got to take the fall you got to let go and you're going to take the fall you're going to take the crash because you can't keep up and she's keeping up there though man and I mean, I had to come in and I mean, you just gotta, I gotta pull her off, you know, and rescue as you're, as you're stopping. Cause she didn't have the safety cord in, you know, you're supposed to have that on your wrist. So you plug it in. So if something like that happens, when you pull your arm back, then it slows down cause it shuts off. That's the safety valve. That's why the little kid from Peloton didn't, didn't have it. But anyway, I just never forget seeing her. I wish. You know, I, she probably wouldn't have gone over well. Here, let me get my phone. <laughs> I need, I need this on my stories. <laughs> Hang on, keep going. I mean, it's the look on her face and her legs going a million miles an hour, man. It was awesome. It was, I mean, it was terrible, frightening, frightening. And thankfully, I saved her. So anyway, this lady in Pennsylvania goes out for a walk. Now I have some beautiful trails. Pennsylvania I lived in the great state of Pennsylvania used to go to the parks all the time in fact one of our favorite parks they closed down like this particular trail they closed down and uh, they there was a group of people I don't know some I don't know some hiking friends they get together from Philly and they go out into the woods and they do some hiking what are you gonna do you got nothing else to do let's go to Glen Anoko Falls and you know, walk around. All right, fine. Sounds fine. So this, uh, they all go out and she takes this trail. Hey, I'm going to go over this way. Nope. Shouldn't have gone that way. That trail was closed and she fell and did not make it. I know it's sad. No, really. It's sad. And they, the Philadelphia Korean hiking club lost one. I, what are you talking about? That's, that's what they are. They are. It has nothing to do oh my gosh stop it that's the group in the story 
she was hiking for with the Philadelphia Korean Hiking Club. That's the group. I got nothing to do with that. Are you kidding me? Are you? Th- it was an accident. That's the, what they're saying. <laughs> My whole point of this, I'm sorry that she lost her life on walking on a closed trail. And the trail has been closed and they don't have the money to fix it up. So that's why that's why they close it. Now, apparently, people who violate the ban are subject to a hundred or two hundred dollar fine. So I mean next time you'll pay. So what do you do if you're a zoo and you want the monkeys to take care of a little business, right? I mean, you want them to. The Trentham Monkey Forest, and who, I mean, I I apologize for not knowing about the Trentham Monkey Forest in Stafford, England. I'm sure you did. I apologize. But uh, they really wanted to have the monkeys take care of a little business apparently they've been a little uh a little laxed in uh, monkey business now me i would pipe in all right monkeys get on out there take care of a little monkey business lift those tails up Put those arms down. That would be me. I would do that. Don't we have monkey sounds too? I mean, do we have monkey? No, that's orangutans. No. Oh man, just stop everything right there. No, that might happen actually. Stop. Okay. Ah, because now you got the orangutans involved. And these monkeys, I mean, they're they're badass, but they're not going up against them. <laughs> not going up against an orangutan. I mean, now you're talking about a uh, you know new breed. <laughs> I don't know that the uh, I don't know that these macaws they might get hurt. The old orangutan taking care of a little bit. <laughs> what the hell's going on out there? Oh my God! Stop the music. The orangutans have taken over the monk. I mean, you can't have that. That was not. That's not a good thing. So apparently, they they what they've done is they brought in a Marvin Gaye impersonator to get the monkeys in the mood. They've decided that my music wasn't good enough for them. All right? My music. What my music did was brought, bring over the orangutans and start attacking the monkeys. We can't have that. They brought in Marvin Gaye impersonator to sing let's get it on sexual healing to the uh to the habitat we have any marvin gay we have any marvin gay in the system i think we do actually okay so we don't and thankfully we don't because i got to thinking maybe we don't you know if i start playing marvin gay sexual healing or something i'm gonna have monkeys banging on the wall in here on the glass trying to get in here 
try to take care of monkey business. I don't want that. I don't want that. It would be ugly. It could be turn ugly. And uh, you don't want monkey business turning ugly. You want nothing but love. The zookeepers. Now this is, didn't we, didn't we observe the monkeys taking care of business after Marvin Gaye impersonators showed up? Because the one zookeeper said, well, we expect to discover whether the visit had any effect on the monkeys when birthing season arrives. Um, okay, well, you sent in the sexual healing Marvin Gaye guy. And, you know, you didn't you, you know, observe Molly and Millie hooking up with little benji and willie the monkeys over there in the corner i mean you kind of i'm not a zookeeper but you know you would observe the monkeys taking care of a little business oh yeah so when you're playing the music as a zookeeper wouldn't you observe now you know maybe they're sterile i don't know Oh, you poor thing. You didn't get pregnant back on Marvin Gaye night. Gosh darn it. That's when you need to bring this in and hope that the orangutans don't take over. No, I don't. Oh, man, that's, that, that's ugly. That's ugly. <laughs> there is a good question, though, that... I, you know, I didn't want to ask in the beginning because I like the idea of bringing in the Marvin Gaye impersonator singing, you know, sexual healing and let's get it on and, you know, getting the old Trenton monkey forest in Stafford, England at the, the zoo, you know, all wound up, get them a little bit excited. Not the orangutans, though, just the monkeys. But one it does, you know, like I said, I would pipe in my music, you know. Right. And let them, you know. Oh, yeah. Lift up those tails. They turn bright red underneath the tails. Remember, we did the story on the bright red when they're ready for business. Anyway, uh, anyway, so why wouldn't you, if you believe that, you know, Marvin Gaye music is going to enhance the love lives of these monkeys? and make them get in the mood for business. Why wouldn't you just play Marvin Gaye's songs? Why are you bringing in the impersonator to sing inside the monkey forest? Why don't you just put a couple of speakers out there and play some Marvin Gaye music? Set up a little bar? Maybe the orangutans can serve? Yeah, he's ready to serve. And, uh, you know, maybe, you know, you never know. You never know what could happen. But, I mean, do you need the impersonator to show up? He's got to be like, he's got to know one of the zookeepers or something. It's got to be the zookeeper's boyfriend or girlfriend, whoever the impersonator is. Well, I need some work. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. I want to get you a gig at the zoo, okay? You can sing to the monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how bad is your career fallen when you're performing at the Trentham Monkey Forest for monkeys to have sex? Bro, it's time for a new gig.
billionaire founder of the payments company Shift4 uh, has just purchased three more flights from Elon Musk's SpaceX for what is known as the Polaris program. Jared Isaac Munn, right? Jared Isaac Amorphophallus. Yeah, Jared. Yeah. Uh, the first mission, called Polaris Dawn, is scheduled to launch a four-person crew led by Isaacman in the fourth quarter with the company's Falcon 9 rocket and the Crew Dragon spacecraft. So Jared is going up again, and he's going up multiple times. Um, but I don't know that he's going to be able to recreate. He ought to, he ought to buy a seat on uh, Blue Origin. God. All right. And this is where it oh, needs to be. Jesus. You're spending money. He's a billionaire. And if he wants to, you know, carbon line, if he wants to get up there, he's got to go on Blue Origin because he's not going to get. God. Weightlessness. Oh, Jesus. Carbon line. He's not getting that on SpaceX. Okay. Now, I guess the second or third mission he's going to spacewalk. Which is kind of cool. I mean, I don't know how many more billions the man has to spend, but then he's going to SpaceX. So I guess, uh, you know, they launch, obviously, from, you know, the Texas facilities. Polaris Dawn mission will spend up to five days in orbit, looking to achieve such goals as the first private company spacewalk uh, with SpaceX spacesuits, testing to Starlink satellite communications in space, and conducting some other human health research. Right? I mean, if you're going to spend a million dollars, you want a little weightlessness. <laughs> well, that's what he wants. So maybe that's what he's going for. We'll see. I mean, I would say, you know, sell one of these SpaceX tickets and head over to Blue Origin. Jeff will let you on. Just tell him, look, Jeff, I'm bumping the last guy. I'm giving you an extra billion. Get me up there. All right. Because uh, there's nothing I want more than carbon line. God. Yeah. I got to I gotta have that oh, again. Oh, Jesus. I got to have some Blue Origin business, okay? That SpaceX thing is cute, but I got I to have that. So then we also know now that the rocket ship that's supposed to slam in, uh, into the moon, that was supposed to slam into the moon on February 4th, but then they decided that I should read the story correctly and it's going to be on March 4th. Uh, is now not a SpaceX rocket. It's was launched from China. I don't know that it really matters. I mean, I don't know why, you know, I mean, obviously details matter. And yes, I'm happy to know that it's from China, not SpaceX. I'm sure if you're SpaceX, you know, if you're Elon, you were like, um, that's not one of mine, right? I mean, if you're Elon and you're like, uh, and then if you're China, they think it's his. Just shut up. Don't say anything. It's okay. 
And then if we get caught, it's fine. We could just say, oh, yeah, that's right. I guess it is. Oh, darn, we didn't even look. So I'm sure that's uh, absolutely. Somebody pick up the phone. Is that the hotline? Hey, Elon, how you doing? That's not mine. Can I stop saying that it is? <laughs> I mean, because you, you know that they look so much. The SpaceX logo and the China logo, you can't tell them apart. So it's the China rocket that's going to be smashing into the moon. I want footage of the rocket slamming into the moon. Okay, I don't care what satellite you got to turn on. I don't care what you got to turn onto itself. I don't care if we have to kill a couple of satellite hookups for, for GPS over the Pacific. Turn them. I want to see the footage. Okay, I want that footage. Move the Hubbard. We're moving the Hubble. It's the Hubble, I know. I called it Hubbard. I, I When you help build it, something like that, and we cha- originally it was going to be Hubbard. And then they said, yeah, let's just call it Hubble. And I said, I'm oh, fine, all right, but I keep calling it Hubbard. You know, that's just me. <laughs> I knew as soon as I said Hubbard, that wasn't right. I got it right. I knew it was Hubble. I got it. We're going to move that one, too. I want the Hubble and the Hubbard moved. I want those pictures taken. Turn those machines back on. Name that movie. You can't. Okay. When you email me, chewingthefatattheblaze.com, turn those machines back on. Name that movie. All right? Real easy. And uh, you'll win a brand new. Email me, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. You're going to win a brand new. Then I see where uh, they have, there's such a thing as moon trees. Now, I did not know this. I now want a moon tree. Not that kind of moon tree. Turn back around, pull your pants up. I don't want that kind of moon tree. All right, so apparently there are seeds that went to the moon, but when you read this story, they never really went to the moon. They went on a trip that some people that were part of the trip went to the moon but not the seed guy all right so the one uh astronaut rosa is his name (laughs) Uh, r-o-o-s-a rosa yeah that astronaut all right so he and uh they were this uh they blasted off from cape canaveral and their saturn V rocket towards the moon and they were in trouble and they finally docked and they got the lunar lander and docked. but it was Roos's job to separate the command and service module spin you know 180 degrees and dock with the ladder but then uh you know they they did all that and they aligned the probe into the module done okay so they got, and they finally got the hard dock. Don't even, uh, the whole thing is just all I can, I know, the whole thing, I read this whole thing, it's all I can hear. Whole thing. Wait. I began the maneuver. Oh, Jesus. Carbon line. The probe at the tip of the command module. No description. With the hatch on the lander. Wait. When the two spacecraft were pushed together. The latching mechanism failed to engage. With the crew getting increasingly concerned about the very real possibility, the mission could be aborted. I can't believe this. 
It took two hours. Finally, they achieved a hard knock. The rest of the mission, faultless. Oh, yeah. That's all I could hear through the whole stupid thing. So, but the guy that brought the seeds up, he brought these seeds. All right. And he, but he's the guy that spent two days just orbiting. He never went to the moon. So, anyway, he's been hawking these moon trees. Now, they don't know where they all are. So there's some there's some third generation moon tree now that's out there. But they don't know where all the forest service doesn't know where all these moon trees are. <laughs> so uh I guess a Douglas fir uh a, this one I guess it's a, a lobely pine. L O B L O L L Y pine. Lobely. What is it? Loblolly. Just play Amorphophallus. Don't try to Don't try to bog me down with your stupid facts on what it's actually called. Okay? Sorry, I know things. What is it again? No, what did you say? What's the stupid name? Amorphophallus. I swear I'm going to... Redwood, a sycamore, and sweet gum. But I know... In the story, they say it would be easy to uh, project as just a publicity stunt. Yeah? You think? And we don't even know where all the trees are. So, I mean, this guy... It was a great scam. He took seeds with him up into space. I mean, they're space seeds. They're space trees. But they're not really moon trees. Don't bog me down with facts. They went to the moon. The whole crew count as a moon trip for NASA. They went to the moon. So now I want a moon tree. I want a moon. Not that kind of moon tree. All right? Turn around. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.